Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello and welcome to a new week and another episode of the Radical Broccoli podcast. We have created such a cozy studio today. We have fresh flowers. They are pink and slightly less pink. And they really, really summer vibe. And we have some cacao with lion's mane. Tea and the sun is shining. We have some incense from our shop. It's pretty cozy here. Yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) And before I start, this week's episode i just want to thank you so much for all the comments and feedback from last week's episode on trust yes that was absolutely overwhelming and we're so happy to see that it resonated with you some of you actually said that you listened to the episode three or four times just to soak in the feeling that we can actually trust life we can trust the universe we can trust the process we can trust ourselves and nothing makes me happier than to hear that our our information, our feelings, our experiences can actually affect you guys. This week we have an episode that I'm so excited for. Yeah. Because once we have these this foundation that we've talked about in the first episodes, <clears throat> we have sort of set that steady ground, we can start to play with things. Yeah, when you trust in yourself, you will start to believe that bigger things can happen for you. Yeah. When you believe in yourself, you will start to know that there are great things waiting for you. And this episode is all about believing. Yeah. And I just think that there's so much to say. We have so many topics we want to talk about within this episode. So... Yes, I think we should just get started. And on the topic of belief, I just want to mention that we're going to talk about also limiting beliefs. Yes. Which are super important. Mm. So believe it's, yes, so exciting. And I think we have to start by saying that we truly know that we create our reality. Yeah. And that we have so incredibly much power to shape our circumstances. Much more than we ever thought we would. And much more than I have even tapped into. Yeah. And um, that what we say to ourselves unconsciously and consciously is so important for what we see around us. Yeah. And it it's not only important, but it just happens. It's just reflected to you either in your own body your own, even your own looks, you can, you can change yourself. Um, Your experiences, when you walk out the door, what happens, what do people say to you? Everything. And for those of you listening for the first time today, this is one of the seven topics from our book, Radical Courage, an amazing ebook that we wrote on all our experiences in the world of creating a business and creating a life that we dream of. 
and everything that we've learned from our incredible teachers and our life journeys. So today is about belief, uh, believe or beliefs. And um, for us, it's not something associated with any religion. If it's if it is that for you, I completely respect that. We all see the universe, God, our connection to source in different ways. And that's, for some people, it's really personal. And for us, it's something that we love to talk about. So let's jump in. Yes. <laughs> so we were just talking about before we started this podcast that we should start out when we really start to discover that there was something more. Yeah. So do you want to start? I can start. And uh, I was just sitting outside and kind of daydreaming back my story. And I think it's quite a similar story to the my story from Trust, but it's like a parallel story with other experiences. Because when I was at my lowest point, um, I was out of... I would say I was on a rock bottom with my mental health and my physical health. I had zero energy. I had huge digestive problems. I was dizzy. I was anxious. <laughs> I was so out. And uh, I sought a lot of help. I went to the doctor. I tried to get help from the medical system. I tried to get a psychologist. I was put on a six-week wait list when I felt like it was the most urgent thing ever. And I finally got the psychologist and it didn't resonate at all. So I felt like all my traditional methods are failing. This is not for me. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Why can't anybody help me? <laughs> What's going on with the world? I was just lost. And then I started looking at things differently. I thought, okay, what else is there if none of this traditional stuff um, doesn't work for me? doesn't resonate. There has to be something else. And that's when I started slowly but surely reading books about the universe, the connection to the divine, connection to our gods, our spirits, our, um, our um, how do you say, the people on the other side. And uh, I started reading a book that we have talked about a lot, The Universe Has Your Back. I feel like it's a good intro book to this topic. And Gabrielle Bernstein put so perfectly easy how we all have this connection and we can choose to use it or we can choose to ignore it. And if we use it, it's like stepping into a path that's where you flow with life um, and you can avoid all these obstacles that we often end up falling into. And I started believing. I started using the methods uh, for example, visualization, how I talk to myself, how I talk to my food before it enters my body. Uh, I started talking food to life, like blessing it, telling my body, oh, this food that you will put into your body now is super nutritious, it's healthy, you'll be revitalized, it will heal you, it's easy to digest, all of these things. And... I can't remember all the details, but over time, I started feeling so much better uh, in parallel also with other things that I did, of course, um, slowed down, stressed less. I mean, I quit my job, all the things we talked about in the last episode, 
And I started to act and think like a person who was healthy because that's my goal was to be completely healthy, 100%, feeling energized, feeling amazing when I woke up in the morning throughout the whole day. So, of course, I also changed my diet, which is a big part of it. I understood that plants, especially fruits and vegetables and food that comes straight from the earth, filled with sunlight, preferably organic, is healing. And it has, it's alive and it enters your body and it does all these magical things. It fills you up. Uh, and then I read more books. I watched YouTube videos. I looked up other people who believe these things also. And I got so excited because a whole new world opened. A world where logics and research wasn't that important. Of course, there are lots of research behind all of this and why we can understand all of this, how we can talk our bodies into feeling different, all of this, especially if you're into, I mean, science and really need fact-based information, I would look up Joe Dispenza. I mentioned him before. He's amazing. I started playing around with manifestation and I started manifesting these random things like can I manifest a text message from this person or meeting that guy that I always wanted to meet? And it happened because I believed it so hard. It had to happen. And I started seeing how my inner world is reflected around me. Um, and especially the past few years, this has been so evident to me. I know instantly how my mood is or not even my mood, but how my vibration is. And it reflects around me. And all these experiences just strengthen my belief. And the more you believe, the more you see, the more you see, the more you believe. And it just snowballs. Um, and I think my final, my final, <laughs> one of my biggest realizations was um, why we experience the things that we do experience in life. I started understanding that, oh, we might, we might have some sort of soul journey while we're here. We might have an incarnation that's specific to just me. That's why I'm different from everyone else and everyone is unique. They have their life journey. And actually the challenges that I'm facing are for me to strengthen and to go forward in my incarnation. So it feels like I'm living from a whole different place now. And I'm just so happy, grateful that I encountered all of this so young. And I can use it now. And I want to I wanna hear your version now. <laughs> I want to hear about you. I remember especially talking about manifestation. Back a few years ago, you were playing so much with it. Yes. For me, it started as for a ton of people with The Secret, the book. Yeah. And I read it so many times uh, when I was living in Copenhagen and I was a student and... I was just having a lot of fun, basically. Yeah. And then, yeah, I started to read this book where they said, talked about energy, how like attracts like, positive attracts positive. And it really got me thinking about how I thought about things. Mm. And I think that is the most important thing from that book. So, and I, I'll share tons of examples later. But basically, I started just playing around with it and having so much fun. And I really loved this period. It's like, I almost wish I could have it back because 
It was all so innocent and I believed it so much. So things happened so instantly. Yeah. I didn't put my mind into it. I just like, I played and had fun. Yeah. And that's when it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And so it was even just biking to school. I would say, okay, give me a green light. Ding, green light. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was this guy in my class who I thought was really cute. He was kind of like this skater dude. And uh, I just remember thinking like, yes, we will, like, he, we're going to date. <laughs> <laughs> and I did nothing. But in my mind, it was like, it's done. Yeah, it's clear. And it happened. <laughs> And he became my boyfriend. And um, I've learned tons, tons of things later about why maybe um, that isn't the way to manifest a boy. Yeah. But we can <laughs> come back to episode. that. <laughs> and from that place on, I mean, I just knew that there was so much power in us to create. But at the same time, sometimes just things seemed so hard. Yeah. And it was like, why isn't it working? I didn't understand it. Like, uh, and I kind of stopped believing in myself and things that I could do. And then I went on to go to move to London. I was in a very serious school, very serious studies. And I, you know, I studied nuclear weapons, <laughs> civil wars, uh, the UN, everything. And after I handed in my master's, I burned out. Yeah. I was super exhausted. And that's when I just started walking a lot in the woods again. Every single day I walked. I walked and I walked and I walked. And literally I like walked my problems away. <laughs> my body healed and my mind healed. But I just heard this voice that was so loud saying, you need a break. And it was almost like someone was talking to me, but it was in my head. It freaked me out, actually. And at that point, I had an internship and I was um, people around me, which was, of course, very kind, said like, you know, you have this amazing career ahead. You have so much potential. So I felt a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, but I just kept hearing this voice saying, you need a break. And so fast forward to... December, I just realized I got then a job offer that I could say yes to in January. And I don't even know how to explain it, but for the first time, I just knew I had to listen that, to that voice, like, I need a break. Yeah. And so I said no to the job offer. I remember that. And nobody around me could understand what was going on. No, because you had talked about this specific job and you were so excited. Mm. And at the same time, you were like, I'm not taking it. The thing is that I used all of these techniques to manifest these things. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in my school said, it's so hard to get a job after studies. Mm. And I was like, mm -mm, that's not for me. I'm going to like, my mind is, it's so easy. Yeah. And I didn't even apply. I walked, I stumbled into a job and got it offered to me. <laughs> I didn't hand in a CV. No. I met a person and then I went to an event and boom, I got a job. Yeah. And same with the second job. It's like, it happened. I didn't apply. Uh, it came to me. Yeah. And still, and I was so grateful and so conflicted because I had this other voice saying, you need a break. Yeah. So... 
the thing about this manifesting and the secret and the law of attraction is that you are so powerful that you can attract these things like that job. Yeah. But for the core of me, it wasn't meant for me. No. Same with that boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where it gets really, really interesting when you really start to listen to that other voice, the voice that said, take a break, because I needed to get to know me, Mm. to know what is actually meant for me and not for the exterior part of me. Because that job and that boy, I learned so much from it, but it, it wasn't aligned. It wasn't meant to... It, how can I explain it? Like it wasn't I understand. the best for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can manifest things on the surface of you. Yeah. And you can manifest things from your deep down, from your core, yeah. from your soul, from your heart, from your, like the best for you, from deep within. Mm. And sometimes I think it might be easier to manifest those more um, exterior experiences because it's easier for us to believe it will happen Mm. and we're not so attached to it. Yeah. And that's one of the things. If we believe something and we we actually just let it go. Yeah. And it's just lingering there. It's like in our energy field, it's very likely to happen really quickly. But if we deep, deep, deep down inside don't feel like we are worthy of love, for example, we won't, we need to unlock some things before we can manifest that big love. Yes. And that's where it starts to get really interesting because when we ask for something that we really, really want, what happens sometimes is that that you'll meet situations and people that seem like they're so far away from what you want, but actually they can be events that will teach you everything you need to know. Yeah. And make you who you're supposed to be in order to get to that next level. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fascinating. And other times it could be like you can reach your hand out and there it is, but you can't grab it. Yeah. Oh, that's the most annoying one. (laughs) Okay. But let's break it down a bit more because maybe you hear this and you're like, what? This is confusing. (laughs) Maybe it's brand new too. And maybe it's brand new. But I think in this day and age. It's probably not. Everybody's heard of manifesting and the secret and all and of the these things. And the law of attraction. Yeah. And the law of attraction is one of 12 main laws of the universe, but I think it's the most known one. Mm. But it's very interesting, if you're interested in this topic, to check out the 12 laws of the universe because they all play together. Mm. And if we only focus on the law of attraction, we might misunderstand a few things. Yeah. So last year, 2020 in March... Um, our business was starting to go, It's it just stopped. Yeah. It took a big haul and we were both, after two really successful years with our business, mm. we were in, in a really weird place. We were in Oslo. Yes. We had just been in California for three months and then we came back when we were living together. And we sort of put ourselves in a position where we just... None of us were great. No, because (laughs) we both love the sun. We love being in California, in Portugal, in Costa Rica. It was kind of a bummer coming home, feeling like we had to go back to something that we had just because we had created it. We didn't feel freedom within to just go somewhere and move there. And also Corona hit. Yeah. So our plan was, of course, to move 
abroad sooner. But we felt like, oh shit, now we're stuck in Oslo. Mm. Then all our events got cancelled, all our collaborations got cancelled, everything just stopped. Mm. And we even went three months? No. How long was it? Yeah. Three months on social security. Yes. And then we were just like, okay, it's time to go deeper. Yeah. (laughs) And 2020 was just, for me, I've never hoped to experience such a year again. (laughs) But I um, can talk from my experience that I just really, really went in in order to understand myself. And that's where I could really see how I had, for example, outgrown some things that I still kept on keeping in my life that was stopping me from growing the way I should. Mm. I, we went from being on social security to, um, not only doubling, but what's it called? Tripling. Yeah. (laughs) Tripling our income. Yeah. Within 2020. Yeah. Just because we decided that we would. We, um, uncovered so incredibly, like so much and, I think one of the main things was how much we let go of. Yeah. And we started to believe that if we let go of things that don't serve us, we clear our space, we clear our energy, we clear our whole field of attraction and new things will come in. Yeah. So during 2020, we said no to almost, or actually in the beginning of 2021, we said no to almost all our partnerships. We said no to everything that wasn't the hell yes. Yeah. And this is a very important section of our book Mm. because it holds us accountable. We've put it there in writing. We promise ourselves. We promise you guys we will not take any more collaborations, partners that don't resonate, that don't feel like a hell yes. Mm. And this is where you start to go in and take responsibility and accountability for the things that you create. Yes. Um, Yeah, so important. Yeah, 100%. And it takes dedication, determination, and discipline. DDD. DDD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about limiting beliefs for a bit. Yes. Because now we've just touched upon like how we actually create everything, how our inner world is reflected in our outer world. Yes. How we talk to ourselves, we can see in our confidence level and how we love our body and our digestion and everything. In our skin, in our hair, our nails, our eyelashes, our lips, our everything. (laughs) Yeah. And I believe it so much that I think you can, if you... I mean, I'm not there yet, but I I believe, like, honestly, two months ago, I changed my hair. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And now it's completely different. I just, uh, at one point it started to be like, not, it didn't feel like it was me, but I had been talking so ugly about my hair. Yeah. Then I just, I completely turned it around and now my hair is so good again. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> I remember just asking you one day, it was like, what did you do to your hair? Yeah. 
because you had months and months been going on like, oh, it's getting too blonde, it's getting orange, it's getting this, it's getting that. And I was like, you cannot talk to your hair like that. <laughs> and some of us are truly, truly here on a self-love journey mm. deeper than others. And for those of us who are on that journey, I don't know if I'm that much into that. I mean, all of us are, of course, self-love is the most important thing, but... I mean, some people really go that journey all the way. Like me. <laughs> okay, so limiting beliefs and beliefs. These are the things that we keep on telling ourselves. And about 90% of everything we create is unconscious. Yes. And unconscious means that we have these patterns and ways of behaving that we just, we picked it up in childhood, from school, from friends, from family, from when we were zero to six years old. Yeah. And when we start to believe that we deserve the things that we desire, we will encounter situations that make us need, like we need then to go and look inside ourselves to heal the things that are blocking us from getting what we want. Yeah. Put another way, let's say that I'm super into manifesting, okay, a house, which I am looking for right now. Yeah. Then through my life experience, it's been like this. I, I really want that house. I want it so badly. And on the surface, I feel like I believe it's easy. Then through experience, I see, oh, it's not that easy. Um, it's uh, like, I have to go to a thousand viewings. I have to look online every day. I have to, no, no, no. I can't find my area, blah, blah, blah. And all these stuff, all these thoughts start popping up. That's when I see, okay, there is something here and it's subconscious or unconscious. And it comes to the surface at this specific time for me to heal it forever and always. And this situation is just helping me move forward in my life. Do you see it like that? Yes. But can you give us some examples? Um, yeah, it could be as specific as I don't feel worthy of having a house. I don't feel like... Because let's say I feel like, oh shit, I can't get alone. Translates to, okay, I'm, I don't have the money. I can't get the money. I'm not worth uh, earning money. Um, I'm a woman. I earn less. I mean, all these beliefs can be underneath not getting a loan. I don't know if those were the best examples, but I think you can understand what I mean. Yeah. And what do we do then? Because when you're at that stage, we've uncovered all of these things that you believed. Yeah. How do we turn them around? For me, it's been a combination of inner work that I do for myself and getting help from people who are super professional in these areas. Um, we even know a guy called Andrew. He is working only with limiting beliefs and helping people, guiding them through, going deeper and unblocking those beliefs and releasing them forever. Mm. And we know a few, like a handful of people who work like this. And it's honestly most, the most important tool I've ever had in my life. Because sometimes we just go around and around and around. And if we encounter similar experiences through different phases of our life, it means that we haven't unblocked it. Yeah. Take me, for example, all the relationships I was in after my first love, it was just 
person after person after person that was emotionally <laughs> unavailable. Yeah. And I had now done so much work on it, but now I know that it was how I thought love, I like for me, it was so hard to get love from the person I wanted. For example, from my dad when I was a kid. Yeah. And so I always thought that because he was kind of emotionally unavailable. Absolutely. And then it showed up in all of my relationship until now where I'm like, wait a minute. That's not love. <laughs> no, I want somebody who sees the whole of me, who takes care of me, who sees how cool I am. Yeah. And then I can start working from there. Yeah. And start like, stop reaching after someone who's not available. It's exhausting. Yeah. And then sort of turn it around and then it becomes fun again. It's becomes so much fun. And one exercise that we have in our book that you can read all about there and really practice together with us is writing, journaling, writing down all your weird, strange, limiting, negative beliefs about things. Mm. And you could probably write, like, if you've never worked with this before, you probably have pages and pages and pages of stuff you believe that you feel is true. But it's not necessarily true at all because we are just so limitless. We don't have any limits if we choose and unblock to not have any. Mm. So these things are mental constructs that we keep with us. Let's say we like, from we're born, we pick it up from people around us, from family, from society, from TV, from culture, from other people, from other people's experiences, from their grandparents' experiences, from mm. centuries before us, where times were different, times were hard. There were struggles. You had to do this to get that. And even just coming here to Portugal, we've picked up so much of what our family here believes, which has been so much about um, keeping this exterior front perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You have to good look, look good for the neighbors. Yeah. And that's, that's never really, been us, but it, we were like, what is going on here? Yeah. And that uh, used to be our grandmother. Yeah. And these things we pick up and you don't have to be spiritual or believe in anything in order for for to uncover this because no. this is like if you see a child they will um what's it called monkey after the parents yeah that's how it is and then it, this pattern becomes bigger and bigger as we grow old yeah and it can be as as tiny as a teacher telling you that you you're not creative oh you're not creative yeah that's what I thought. I wasn't creative. Yeah. And then you go around being like 29 years old thinking you're not creative because the teacher told you that when you were five. Yeah. And it's such a, like, imagine all that potential we have and how kind we will be to each other and to the world when we actually don't act out of these fears and these limiting <laughs> beliefs. But yeah. we believe in ourselves, we trust in ourselves, mm. and we know what we're capable of doing. Yeah. The school system as a whole... Uh... That's another episode. <laughs> a whole other podcast. But um, I mean, some people benefit highly from school system. Other people just get completely broken and devastated. Yeah. So limiting beliefs. I think that a really good way to identify them is to sort of make this circle or the, write down the different areas of your life. Yes. What are the areas? Relationship with yourself. Yes relationship, uh, intimate relationships. Yeah. What does that mean? 
uh, with your girlfriend, boyfriend, if you're single, like what's going on in that area. Yeah. You have friends, money, work. Family. Family and free time. Yeah. Or like reflective time. You can also add on like your spiritual connection. Yeah. If that's important to you. Yes. And just have a quick review of how good you feel in each area. For example, right now, I'm going through a phase where I just really feel shitty about my body. And I thought I had completely healed it because I've worked so hard in turning my thoughts around on how I think about my body. Yeah. And the thing is that I can see immediately that my body changes uh, on how I talk to it. Mm. It's crazy. Like I've never seen anybody's body <laughs> change as fast as mine. No. And luckily it's the reverse as well. Yeah. Um, and right now, I don't I'm I'm back in this place where I just I feel really low confident on my body. I feel really um just I feel like hiding <laughs> and I feel like going back into these strict patterns where I can control everything. Yeah. And I know that if I continue on that path, it's blocking me from so much other other things. Because hmm. this is your incarnation. Yeah. And for me, it's all about well, like, where can I apply self-love? And what are your limiting beliefs in this area? I think I believe that... Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> what would you write down if you were to put out... You were to write down this list of all these areas and then you have self-love or your relationship with yourself. What are your limiting beliefs there? Yeah. I guess one of them is that... Um, it's hard work to feel good in my body. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. It's hard work. Okay. Wow. That's a huge one. Yeah. And then I think I'm, I actually keep on telling myself, like, I'm too big. I'm too this. I'm too that. Okay. Um, unconsciously and consciously, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then I keep on having some confusion around my um like how well should I eat because I know it, when I get too strict like my life gets so strict all around yeah and all fun things go away yes. <laughs> yeah and then when I open up more and just like eat and have so much pleasure and joy then it's reflects again in my life it's brings in pleasure and joy that's such a good example mm. But it's, so, yeah. so you have a belief that you have to be strict. And then on top of that, you know that you have to not be strict. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's where the confusion is because they go in two directions. Yeah. Yeah. And so just saying them out loud, for example, like yeah. we're doing now, that's really, really big because then they're no longer in the unconscious. It's conscious. Yeah. And then I can choose. Yeah. I can choose every single day to love myself more mm. or I can choose to go back into a really dark place. <laughs> so what will you now do with these specific beliefs? Mm. Because there are probably so many listening that have the exact same ones. Yes, especially now when summer is coming and all and of people that. People have been like, everyone has this joke where they're like, yeah, the home office, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hate those jokes. Yeah, me too. Well, first of all, 
I think it's just such a destructive culture we have around bodies on Instagram and media. Like the, I feel like we see what 2% of the world looks like. Yeah. And we forget the rest. Yeah. We forget how it is to go to a swimming, what's it called? Arena or hall. hall? Swimming hall? Swimming. No, that's not what it's called. No. To go very to, Norwegian. Uh, <laughs> to the swimming hall. A public <laughs> pool. Yeah. And changing in the changing rooms. Yes. So we're, ju- we're like, we're so much on the internet now that mm. we see the extraction of the 0.00001% of the, in Iguazatan, um, <laughs> um, what the ma- media frames as these perfect bodies. Yeah. Uh, so that's one. It's just to make sure that you follow people, that you consume information that's healthy for you mm. and not triggering. Yeah. And that's a hard one, but it's such an important one. And I have to be really strict with you on that. Yeah. Because you you like to binge on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to actually take your phone away. Yeah. Yesterday I took my phone. Yeah. Um... So you unfollow people? Well, (laughs) yes, but at the same time, like my goal is to just be able to see any person and not be triggered. Mm. And yeah, because I don't know what they're going through and what they've done and not done. Like, I don't want to be that judgmental person, but I just have to be really careful of what I tell myself. It's the truth about how I'm supposed to look. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference there. Mm. Because if you go into Instagram in your brain thinking like, this is how I should look like, like all these people. Or you're like, okay, this person is triggering me and inspiring me at the same time. What can I unblock? Yeah. So Instagram can also be a tool. It can be where you find your expanders. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then I also just think it's so important because as a projector in human design, it's so important for me to have some alone time, just because when I'm around people all the time, my energy gets muddy. I don't even know how to explain it, but I can't see clearly. I feel, I take on other people's things and it literally weighs on me. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know if it's a projector thing because I feel the exact same. Yeah. But um, that's a good little side note here today. We will have some serious alone time. Yes. And so that's also important because when I'm alone, I don't feel like I have these problems at all. (laughs) It's so strange. It just like melts away and I'm like, what was the fuzz about? Oh my God. And that's why some people really isolate themselves. Yeah. Because it's the easiest thing to do. (laughs) It's just being your own energy. Yeah. But actually, sometimes the most spiritual thing you do is go out the door, face life, face (laughs) freaking angry and lame people. Yeah. And deal with it. Yes. And then I really have to be honest with myself and ask myself, do I want to get out of this loop? Do I want to take responsibility? Mm. Because it's like my ego wants to stay there forever and be in this victimized position. Yeah. Because it's addicted to it for so many years. And yeah. if I, if I'm good, then it has to die. <laughs> yeah. 
and that's a really hard one. Um, but I feel like every time it comes up, it gets easier and faster to go back into loving myself. Like before it would take maybe two months, then it would take one month and then it took two weeks. And now it's like, we're at sometimes a week, sometimes a day. Yeah. And it's always a new perspective to see it from something new to learn every time it comes up. And that's one of the ways you can really, really grow. (laughs) Mm. And learn so much about yourself. Yeah. Because some of these beliefs are so sticky. So sticky. Like this is my hardest one. And I also know that this is my purpose here on the planet. Yeah. Uh, My purpose is to love myself in every single area. And my purpose isn't outward focused, it's inward. And when I can do that, I'll just be an example. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it sounds so easy, but for me, it's like, I'm I'm like, can I have anything else? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want that shit. Yeah. But I know it's so important. So the way you talk to yourself, super important. And I have seen so many articles that are so triggering, like, Corona weight, da 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 da. I can't fit in my bunad, uh, the Norwegian national dress. Yeah, and I just think it's like disgrace. <laughs> it shouldn't be a thing. Like, okay, Where do you see these articles. And if you have some extra weight, it's like most likely from doing things you love. Yeah, it can be so many different things, mm. and also. Mo- Often it can be a, a, a form of protection because mm. your body's trying to protect you from certain things that you're scared of. So you can actually talk to your body and ask it like, what, what is going on? Yeah. And the last thing I'm going to say is that like my goal is not to lose weight. My goal is to be who, like, to be who I am right now, but absolutely love it. And to be so proud of it and just to show people that um, this is a normal body and I can fucking rock it. (laughs) uh, That's so... You're almost making me cry. (laughs) It's so good and it's so important. Mm. And it's like, what if people understood the power of that for everyone and for the whole world? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, wow, (laughs) that was so good. Mm. And a couple of other beliefs that we have had a lot of turning around with is, for example, traveling with dogs. (laughs) I have not met one person who has said that's easy. No. (laughs) Or asked how easy it was. Everybody says it's so hard. It's impossible. You can't do it. And we were like, "Mm mm-mm. We're taking this challenge, mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noah has been to Los Angeles. He's been to Costa Rica. <laughs> Two of the dogs are here now. We're in Portugal. And I think we still have this in our vibration because people keep on asking us all the time. Yeah. I mean, today I answered a question about traveling here. Yes. And it is what you believe in. And of course, we believe it's easy. So we always meet the nicest people at the airport. We get so much help. The dogs act amazingly. Yeah. I haven't always had it like that. No, you had. You have to read our book to read read the full story on that because it's actually hilarious when I think about it now. Yeah. (laughs) 
And for that to be one of my blocks was just like, yeah. So funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's take some questions. Yeah. On this before we end it. Okay. Um, yes. How, okay, this one. How do you believe in something that seems hard to believe? <laughs> I totally understand that. Um, oh, that's such a good question. Okay, let's take money. Yeah. How could we believe money comes easily to us? How have you changed your belief around money? Mm. So with money, I used to... <laughs> I used to have absolutely no control. Yeah. And then I underst- like went into this new phase where I had to have absolute control. <laughs> And then I just start to understand that money is actually also an energy. And if I hold it tight, it's like nothing will happen. Yeah. And so I started to read more about money and understand more that money is an amplifier of who I am. Yeah. And... Now it's like I <laughs> I always have money. Yeah, me too. And in this I don't even understand unexplainable ways. Yes, it's I, not logical at all. No, I'm like wowed by it. Yeah. So I think I just I really I for I think it was four months. I said to myself every single morning. Money is an energy and I am friends with the energy of money. Yeah. And I respect the energy of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. It. I respect the energy of money. Every time I pay a bill, I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I visualize it coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the amount coming back to me. In all our business uh, things, like everything you can buy from the shop, we give away to charity. Yeah. It's so important Because I don't feel like I make, I had to turn it around. Like, I don't feel like I make money on a selfish ground. Like I make money because I like love to help people and also donate to charity. So me making money is actually really, really good for the world. Yeah. And another thing for me was like to understand that there is unlimited amounts of money out there. Yeah. There's There's so much money. There's something we can tune into. To get into that flow. Mm. And as you said, it's an amplifier of our beliefs. Do we deserve it? Mm. Is it real? Is it true? Do we have to work really hard? Can we lean back and just be and Mm. still have money? Yeah. And so that's why we have been asked forever to have like eco-friendly lifestyle and budget. Da-da-da-da-da. Food, vegan food and budget. But we didn't want to go down into like thinking cheap no. Um, which may sound really like, what? But I want to save money because then I can spend money. Mm. But it's just like really understanding how you think about money can change money so much for you. Yeah. And still we meet people now and you can see how focused they are on money. Our conversations will be like, yeah, so I took this course and it costs that amount of money. And then 
how much were your flight tickets? And uh, how much is this lunch? Like some people are just so focused on the money. That's what they will see popping up everywhere. Yeah. Prices, fear, prices, fear, prices, fear. And it just, oh my God, it's exhausting. Yeah. So if we can ease down there, cool down, mm. also learn another part of life aspect that is connected to money is letting go. Yes. And letting it flow. Mm. And also actually allowing ourselves to have the things that we want. Yes. And love. And trusting. It's like, I I think I'm, I mean, I know <laughs> I'm willing to give up absolutely everything I have. I don't hold on tight to it. No. It's like, we even asked ourselves the question, I don't know, sleep. She's biting my shoe. Um, we asked ourselves to put ourselves on the spot, like on our uh, on the edge. Okay, so let's say you ran out of all your money. Mm. What would you do? Yes. And I was like, hmm, I'd go to Costa Rica. Yeah, I'd probably make a company there. I can start from scratch. Sounds amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I just have to take away all that fear around money. Yeah. And still, I dip. I, I go, dip. I, I dip too. I go into like, oh, people at my age are making so much more. Oh, I should buy a car by now. No, 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 no. And then I just, I'm, I'm just like, why am I even doing this? Because I have, I always have enough for everything I need. Yeah. And you don't have to compare your size of your salary. I mean, we earn money in so different ways. Yeah. It's not like it was 100 years ago, 50 years ago. Again, with the beliefs that we picked up from our ancestors. Yes. We have to let them go. Yeah. We are in 2021. It's a very highly like energetic, flowing world if we tap into it. Mm. Okay. How to start believing more in yourself rather than searching for approval from others. Mm. That's a big one. This goes back to the episode on trust yes. so much. Yes. So I think she and those interested in that should go back and listen. But we can still go into it now. Uh, believing in yourself is such a practice. You have to start practicing it every single day. And if you follow Kari Opsal, amazing person on Instagram, she shares how you can start trusting your intuition every day. It's like... For example, just sitting and working and then a voice is telling you, open the window. And then you open the window. Go get a coffee. Today I want a coffee. Just listening to all of these small things, that's how you start practicing believing in yourself. I always do this when I'm out for a walk with Noah. Um, and my, my inner voice is like, go to the right, go down there, go around this corner, go around that corner. And then <laughs> I end up in these like, the other, when we came here, we moved here, I just... I followed that voice and I ended up in the most beautiful area right behind the apartment here that we hadn't seen in like five years. Mm. And it was just my intuition showing me that, hey, there's more. Life's quite beautiful. <laughs> yes. And um, for me, it's also about um, getting to know myself again. And I said also in the last episode, but like, Sometimes it helps having someone from the outside see you to really confirm who you are. And then you're like, yes, that's who I am. Permission yeah, to be not, me. It's not they who confirm who you are. They pick up something and then they tell you and then you confirm yeah. by how you feel. Yes. <laughs> Does it resonate? 
Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. And it's not true. If it does, it's true. And when I just started off with all of these things, I be- I was like a sponge. I was so open to everyone and everything. And I just wanted to learn and I read books and I spoke to people. And then I kind of understood like, hmm, actually that person who I always said was much smarter than me, it didn't resonate anymore. No. <laughs> and that was like, wow. Yeah. I don't have to believe everything she said because it wasn't for me. Yeah. So I think for this question, how to start believing more in yourself is observe how you feel about things. Yeah. Don't go in your head. Try not to think. I know it's hard, but try to feel instead. Even try and visualize your brain going down into your heart, feeling how something feels. And that is your truth. It doesn't have to be logical or the same as anyone else. No. That's why you are you, because you have this unique way of feeling and interpreting the world. And that's how you can bring all your magic, all your gifts, everything you have experienced, and you can serve the world with that. Mm. Okay. Um, How do we find our limiting beliefs and what do we do to change them? I feel like we talked about it, but again, it's like, just see what area of your life is a bit challenging. Yeah. For example, you're getting bad grades. Yeah. What are you telling yourself? Mm. I'm bad at this, I'm bad at this, I'm bad at this. Or I'm good at this, I can learn. I learn easily. For me, it's easy to learn. I'm open to new things. Mm. Um, or for example, dating. And, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're not the experts there. <laughs> Well, we've had our fair share of experiences in dating as well. <laughs> but at the, it's the same. That's like their limiting belief. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I deserve to be seen. I deserve to be seen as I am. I deserve to be loved. I'm open to love. Or no, there's no one out there. I can't find anyone. It's never going to happen to me. Mm. And you can just hear how like one is like, you feel like, uh, like, okay. One, you feel amazing. And the other one, you just, you feel lower and you're, you shrink your body, shoulders go down. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also how the body is so connected to these truths because your body will like, even in, there's a thing called kinesiology. Mm Mm-hmm. Where you can really, like your body will show you what you believe in. Yeah. For example, if, Muscle memory. if I say my name is Tom, my hand will be weaker. But if I say my name is Anette, my hand will be stronger. Mm. And this is where uh, my body also can show me what beliefs I really have in my body. Like, for example, around my body. Oh, my body's not good enough. And I... And I believe that with my body. So I have to go in and change it mm. until my body is feels different when I think about it and feels like it wants to be seen and expand and everything. Mm. Yeah. I think we should maybe end it here. Yeah. Because we'll it's getting here. really long and we can yeah. talk about this for hours. Yeah. And this is just like the surface. If you want us to talk more in in depth about any of these topics we would love to just let us know yeah um 
I think it's so much fun. Yes, and I hope you start playing with it. Like yeah. really play with it. And do your affirmations, guys. Because yes. it might feel really silly and like a lie when you affirm things. But that's the trick. That's where you get over your own ego. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it consistently with emotion. Look yourself in the eyes in the mirror, preferably. And you might see that your beliefs start to change. Yeah. And also one last thing <laughs> I love to do on YouTube. You can watch celebrities talk about the law of attraction. Yeah, that's amazing. That's and so good. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. For all your feedback, ratings, messages, love, questions. We are truly honored to connect with you. And from all across the world... All our love is sent to you from Portugal. We support you in your process. You support us in our process. It's so much fun. So let's speak next week and let's talk on Instagram at Radical Broccoli in the meantime. Yes. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Moderne media. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.